0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Travis, back with another episode of the Rep by Rep Strength Podcast. So, uh, a couple days ago, I was very fortunate to be able to talk to um, an Eastern European uh, athlete, and what made this such a cool experience was that, um, you know, this is... Everything that I've read about, in terms of restoration, athletic preparation, things of that nature, you, you hear about them, you read about them, but it's a little different when you talk to somebody who has actually went through that type of preparatory process. So, uh, this guy is uh, in the United States for. For a period of time, and uh, you know, went through proper Eastern European athletic preparation and um, was a very high level um, wrestler in his country and was, in fact, national champion. And him and I chatted for about 45 minutes, and it was mainly me asking him question after question after question. This was not. Uh, a situation where I was trying to tell him or show him how much I think I know about about uh, human performance. This was totally me. Just hey, how much? What can I learn from you? What can you teach me? What What do you guys do for restoration? What do you do for nutrition? And you know, it was it was a great time. I, I had so much fun uh, just talking sport with him. So um, what? and some some takeaways here, some things I learned. Um, First and foremost, you know, I I started off with, you know, when did you begin um, playing sports? When did you really start getting into organized sports? So he started getting into organized sports at about age 11. And his specialization didn't take place until about 14 to 15 years old so the rest of that time so in that, in that gap of 11 to about 14 15 he was he was playing many different types of organized sports he was trying a lot of different things seeing what he was good at what he took to what his uh, what his body type is kind of designed to do or uh, have a higher likelihood of success so as an example you know this guy's like five nine about 150 pounds, so he obviously wouldn't have the frame for, like, the chances of him being successful in the NBA would be much lower than uh, his his chances of success being, being a wrestler. So um, that's what I mean when I talk talk about, you know, your body size, body frame being set up and having a higher probability of success. So that was first and foremost. So he goes plays organized sports, um, begins getting into specialization, if you will, at about 14, 15 years old, and at that point, he's sent um, to a sport school, so this is where he's sent to uh, specifically prepare and uh, achieve a higher level of his sport. So he has three practices a day, Monday through Friday has the weekends off. So his morning practice is very general in nature general preparation movements about an hour and a half His noon practice a little bit harder and, um, you know, not, not quite delving into the specifics of training is more, of, again, more general general type training. But again, it's, it's just an uptick in, in terms of intensity and then, um, from there, he, he finally has a 5 p.m. practice, and that's the most intense practice that he has. So, he's at the sport preparatory school for, you know, three and a half years, um, really dialing in hit the, hit his specifics of his sport. So, every, every day for three and a half years, he's, he's practicing, you know, with the exception of weekends. And as his preparation gets more and more specific, as he gets older, it gets more and more specific and um, tightened up, if you will. So the the other parts that I loved about this was, yes, along the way, he had various competitions and, and things of that nature that he would have to travel, compete. Um, and I'm not, I'm not sure at what age he... He won national title and went to championships and things of that nature. We didn't get quite get to that, but um, anyway, what I thought was really really cool that um, the United States needs to do a better job of is in his country, the, the coaches teach each athlete along the way. They teach them more about. Nutrition, recovery or restoration, and strength training. They basically teach them how to take care of themselves along the way. And what I love about that, and the more the more I got to thinking about it, is, okay, if this guy's career ends at, you know, call, call it 22, 23 years old, um, say he, he just doesn't have a successful career. At the bare minimum, he's going to go back out into uh, the general populace at his country. And what this does is he's going to interact with a ton of people during his life. And he will be able to educate and help and teach other people along the way about just taking care of their general health. And um, the the preparation that... Uh, he was He was telling me about it was very simple, you know, like started it out very, very simple, and that's what a lot of people need. a lot of people would see amazing results if they followed a simple program with a high level of adherence or consistency That's the thing is. Everybody thinks, for some reason, that they need some specialized, highly individualistic program before they've even mastered the basics, and it should be the other way around. You know, it was exactly the way this guy, uh, the way his career was lined out was he started off very general, playing a wide variety of sports, having fun, growing up, being a kid, and then as he to certain sports, then he became slightly more specialized, slightly more specialized. And he would, uh, graduate up, uh, within the classification system, uh, for the way they evaluate sport and, you know, slowly eased into that specialization. So he can execute all of the basic movement patterns very, very well. He can squat well, he can do push-ups, pull-ups, he can run, all of the basics. And he's not, it wasn't until towards the end of his career that he got into highly specialized movements for his his sport. And, uh, you know, I was just talking to a guy today who wants to lose 20 pounds. And it's like, all right, that's great. Before we get into the specifics of your program, I just want you to focus on doing 30 push-ups and 30 squats and 10 pull-ups a day. Every single day, get that done. It doesn't matter if it's done in one go or if it's broken up throughout the day and you gradually get your reps knocked out as you can, just so that you accomplish the volume. If you can do that for three months and have a 90% compliance rate, your results will be phenomenal. And that would be my advice for the vast majority of people is pick a couple movements, do them with a high level of consistency, focused on technique, day in and day out, executed every friggin' day. And... (laughs) That is what a lot of uh, you know. I, I hesitate to use the word "fitness professionals," if you will, but I say that in air quotes. That's the complete opposite of what they'll tell you. They'll market to you and say, "No, no, no! You need this specialty. You need you need this tummy wrap. You need you need a very specific program. You need all of this crap before." we've even talked about well are you adhering to the program are you adhering to your dietary modifications if the answer is no then that's your problem that's what you need to fix first is compliance and adherence so basically how do you how are you supposed to be successful at that the way you're successful at that is you really dial in and dig into well, why do I want to accomplish X? Is my goal to accomplish X because it's something I want to do? Or is my goal to accomplish X because it's a social construct and I feel like I'm supposed to do this, I guess? And oftentimes, people will just say, well, I I don't know why I chose this goal. It's just, I don't know, so-and-so did it, so it looked cool. That's great, but let me me give you an example here, is uh, running or jogging. There's a lot of people who associate running or jogging with being synonymous with health. And they will also associate it um, or think it's synonymous with exercise. There's about a thousand different types of exercise you can do, probably more and it, it depends on what you want to accomplish in terms of, you know, what type of exercise is going to be most appropriate so I'll, I will ask people a lot because I have, I have a lot of tactical guys come in and talk to me in my office every day about, hey, my, my knee hurts, my hip hurts my low back hurts, whatever um, and I would like to do a strength training program and one of my first questions to these guys will be, okay, tell me what you're currently doing. And oftentimes they'll start off with, eh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of doing a little bit of running here and there. Uh, I just jumped up to 10 miles this week, you know, starting from, z- from zero miles. And the problem is that's a huge shock to the body. And then my, my second question is, well, do you run because you think you have to? Or do you run because you enjoy it? Now, some guys will say, I, I run because I enjoy it. That's awesome, man. By all means, keep running because um, that's something that is fun for you, enjoyable. It's a, it's a mental uh, relaxation tool. By all means, stay with it. But if you answer the question and you say, no, no, no I, I run because I think, I'm, I think I have to. I really don't like it. Oh, well, let's look at something different. Let, so that's that's like a conditioned social construct that people have, well, I thought I was supposed to, they've never stepped back to look at the scripts that they're automatically running in their, in their mind. So I encourage these guys, okay, let's take a step back, look at the type of quote unquote cardio you're doing, and then I'll just lay it out there and say like, look, we've got I'll pull books off my shelf and say, look, we've got boom, 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 boom. These are all options that are non-impactful that will still develop the cardiovascular system. Here's some other options that are slightly impactful. Here's some that are high impact. And we can plan and lay out um, a program for them that will still get them strong and then will still develop the cardiovascular system. So that's just an example of um, setting goals for yourself and and analyzing, you know, is this something I want to do or is this something that I've been conditioned to do, that I think I'm supposed to do? So I'd encourage you to take a a look at what you're doing right now as far as, um, you know, your nutrition, your recovery, your training, the things that you're doing, are they moving you closer towards your goal or are they moving you further away from your goal? And the things that you're doing, why are you doing what you're doing? Are you doing them because someone told you to, or are you doing them because you've thought about the process and what you're supposed to supposed to do, and you're making good decisions of things that are going to move you closer towards your goals? So, anyway, I hope that provides a little insight for you um, and encourages you to to think of think a little bit more deeply. Kind of challenges you a little bit. Um, so, in the meantime. If you have questions about anything, if there's anything at all I can help you with, please schedule a call. It's free. Um, travisbarrett.com backslash call. Secondly, sign up for my newsletter. I send out a monthly newsletter related to performance topics. So this first month is going to cover, uh, goal setting. Next month, I haven't quite decided, but it's just going to be once per month, send out this newsletter, read up, on my thoughts about training and uh, hopefully you'll learn something along the way and can, can help yourself and your friends and family. So um, the place to go for that is travisbarrett.com backslash newsletter. Once you fill in your email, click subscribe, make sure to check your spam and full uh, spam and junk folder to make sure that the confirmation email didn't get sent there. So anyway, um, if there's anything you need help with, please reach out. Have a good night.